Holy chatter. Lila's sister-in-law, Mindy, gets on her nerves. Lila somehow always manages to slip in a negative, critical comment whenever Mindy's name comes up. Her comments are often disguised as jokes or helpful observations, but Lila knows that they're coming from an unwholesome place. Even though Mindy doesn't seem to suspect any animosity, Lila knows she's guilty of speaking Lashon Hara. What should she do? The Halacha. Lashon Hara is a sin between man and his fellow, as well as between man and Hashem. The way to repent is to, convent, is to confess the error out loud, regret it sincerely, and resolve never to repeat it. Right? We, we said this. This is how you get forgiveness for Shmir's, for Lashon Hara. You say vidoy, you say what you did wrong, you confess it out loud, you regret it, and you resolve never to repeat it. In the above case, while the speaker must repent before Hashem, she does not have to confess or seek out forgiveness from her victim unless her words caused harm. For instance, the victim was rejected for a job or a shidduch, in which case the Lashon Hara is also a sin between man and his fellow, and then she would have to ask forgiveness from her sister-in-law. So basically, she the way she talks about Mindy is Lashon Hara. But the question is, who is she going to ask forgiveness from? In this case, she's going to ask forgiveness from Hashem. She's going to do the three steps of tshuva, right? She's going to do vidar, charata, aziva, sechait, and then she's forgiven. She does not have to go over to Mindy and ask her for forgiveness unless she knows that she messed up Mindy's something for Mindy. For example, someone's not going to go out on a date with her now because of her Lashon Hara, or someone's not going to hire her for a job because of her Lashon Hara. So unless it's affected her in a negative way, she doesn't have to ask Mindy for forgiveness, which is a very, very important Lashon, a very, very important halacha that we're learning right now about Lashon Hara. Now, a person who owns property has to keep on top of it. A developer wouldn't send his workers off to build a swath of houses and never come by to inspect their progress. He has to make sure he gets the maximum for his investment. The Talmud in Chulin relates that Rabbi Shmuel compared himself unfavorably to his father, saying that if his father was like wine, then he, Rabbi Shmuel, was vinegar born of wine. The case in point, he said, was that his father would examine his holdings twice a day, while Rabbi Shmuel did so, did so only once a day. The Chavetz Chaim says that the holdings that both father and son examined were their spiritual properties in Olam Haba. While the father scrutinized himself twice a day, the son did so only once a day. We all own some property in Olam Haba. But if we speak carelessly or hurtfully, we're not likely to be happy with what is constructed on that property. The solution is to check in regularly, take some time each day to examine our words, habits, and interactions. That way we can continually work to repair the things that inevitably go wrong. So one hour of repentance and good deeds in this world is better than the entire life of the world to come. Have a good night.